재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 This is the weekend edition of Koreascape on TBS EFM 101.3 MHz in Seoul and surrounding areas. On Saturdays, we carve out a little time to think about your health and maintaining your good health using principles of Eastern or Korean medicine. You might say the science of Korean medicine. And we have got our very own doctor at our disposal, doctor of Korean medicine, Yesu Jennifer Lee. Hi. Hello. Nice to see you. Um, I'm kind of excited for this edition because we're mm-hmm. getting into a concept, an umbrella concept of Korean medicine. You've written out the Hangul for me here. It's called Poyak. Yes, Poyak. Poyak. Have, have you ever heard of this term, Poyak? You know what? We t- I talk with our food contributor, Yerika Park, and we this saying comes up over and over. Really? Oh my god. Food really? is medicine. Yes, actually, I was going to talk about how it's being used as a metaphor. <laughs> mm-hmm. And even Gandhi said that uh, in the Ayurvedic tradition, you know, let food be your medicine. Oh, really? Eat right, and you're probably going to be healthy. Interesting. Mm. Yeah. Is it food? Boyak? Or it goes way beyond food? Well, the primitive concept of boyak was actually medicine, it was limited to medicine itself. But as the term was used over and over again, it expanded to something that's more um, elementary, like food and even sleep. Let's deconstruct the word itself a little bit. Yak Mm -hmm. would be medicine, like you see on a yakguk, that kind of thing. So yak is fairly straightforward medicine. What's the po part mean? Po means restoration or tonification. So basically, it's the medicine that restores your body if if there's anything that lacks inside your body. I see. Mm -hmm. So... Typically, this will be kind of you go to your Korean traditional doctor. Yes. They'll pull out all kinds of dry ingredients, uh, roots and twigs and whatever else is out there, (laughs) spices, like you and I toured that market, that Mm -hmm. traditional market. And there's countless dry ingredients and things that look like tree branches and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Uh, You'll boil up that stuff for them. They'll generally drink the distilled liquid and that's their poyak, right? Um, Well... That's the whole concept, yes. 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 But it's a bit rigid when it comes to the whole process. Okay. But, uh, but in the whole concept, that I think that will be the most correct answer. Yeah. When we talk about tonifying the body, mm-hmm. protecting and tonifying the body, what yes. do we unpack that in terms of Korean medicine concepts? Yes. From the perspective of Korean medicine, we would say you can probably imagine how we would be tonifying blood and qi and how we will be tonifying either yang qi or yin qi. Okay. Yes. Um, on the other hand, sometimes we focus on the specific system of your body, for example, whether it's the liver and its system that's troubling you, or whether it's a digestive system or heart or circulatory system. Qi, and then divided into yang qi or yin qi, qi being basically your, your circulating life energy, right? Mm-hmm. Yang Chi being the sort of aggressive, hot, fire energy? Yes, and it's it's more like a circulatory energy, whereas Yin Chi tends to st- be stored inside you and okay. nurtures you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's see. 
uh, are there anything, any substances, any plants, whatever, that come to mind immediately when you say Puyak? Yes, we're actually going to talk about that very soon. Okay. Um, and I just wanted to mention that it's not really a name of specific medicines. So uh-huh. it probably encompasses the whole concept of, of any kind of medicine that you feel is helping you, for example. Yeah. Also, just sleep itself. And like you just mentioned, food itself mm. can be Puyak. Um, but there are some patients. Who regularly come to the clinic asking for this poyak? Okay, so you can label um, practices or things like sleep as poyak in the generic sense of poyak, yes. meaning you would basically just translate it as saying, you know, that's good for you. Exactly. It's good for your health. Yes. We habitually just use this term being, you know, it's really helpful for you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we get into the more specific, more uh, Korean medicine technical idea of Poyak. Yes. So when somebody walks into the clinic um, and you say, wow, that person really needs some Poyak. What kind of person mm. is that? What kind of symptoms do they have? Mm. Well, in the past, it was usually prescribed to people who are basically in a very weak condition or who need basically more energy to go through the day or, or a season or half a year. Okay. That was very common back then because there was not much food uh, for everyone to eat. Um, and it was very pretty, pretty much very hard to get everyday food for a lot of the Koreans. Um, on the other hand, these days, I would say Poyak is not as necessary for everyone right now compared to the ones in the past. But there are still people who are interested and who basically want a regular basis of Poyak doses. So somebody who genuinely needs Poyak, mm-hmm. what kind of symptoms do they have? They have these uh, symptoms, for example, you feel tired all throughout the day or uh, you sweat often and you feel tired once you start sweating. Have you ever had this symptom? I I remember you saying you tend to sweat a lot compared to the others. (laughs) (laughs) It depends. Yeah, I mean, in a um, surely when the weather gets hotter, Mm -hmm. I tend to uh, sweat a little bit more. Um, I guess when you're Falling ill with something like a flu. Yes, I've noticed that you know you you, you can go from freezing cold to sweating. Yeah, exactly. That's because your chi calibration, I'm guessing, yes, is off, and you're swinging like a pendulum back and forth. Aren't yes, you? exactly. Yeah. But yeah, and frankly, when uh, I've been doing sort of bad habits, like if I've been drinking too much more mm-hmm. than I should. I find that uh, I'm sweating more because, mm. and in fact, a year or two ago, the um, the yoga teacher that I was studying yes. with, he said, if you are sweating excessively during this yoga practice, mm-hmm. there's a problem with your liver. Yes, actually, that's a one very good example of over-excessive sweating. That's a sign of your bodily system with something wrong inside it. Mm. Basically, uh, we also focus on which part of the, which area that you tend to sweat often. For example, is it your back or is it your front side or is it your under your arms? Yeah, we got into this one week, didn't mm-hmm. we? we? Yes, we, yes. Regional sweating. Where on the body are you sweating more? Exactly. Yes. And the, but the more, uh, most crucial point with sweat is you feel tired once you start sweating. So uh-huh. you feel exhausted. Um, another uh, symptom for Poyak is less appetite and chronic indigestion, uh, and also loss of weight. Although a lot of, uh, 
people might be interested in loss of weight right. these days. But it also can be a sign that you are basically losing your energy of and you course. feel tired. There's good weight loss. There's bad weight loss. Exactly. Yeah. And also bad sleep qualities. You f- uh, you sleep less or you dream more. And another thing is you need to go to the restroom very often, mm. both day and night, which also can in turn affect your sleep qualities because you have to wake up constantly. I think it was last spring we talked about allergies. Mm-hmm. Um, when when I'm experiencing a heavy pollen allergy or hay fever or something like that, uh, I find my energy goes very low. After you yeah. sneeze about uh, 10 times, yes. sneezing is exhausting. It is, it is. And the, the, the systems that kick in, your histamines yes. and all this stuff, yes. uh, it is it knocks you flat. You're so tired after yes. having allergies for a couple of hours. Exactly. Um, well, from the perspective of this immune system that's being responsive to, say, allergic uh, pollens or any kind of dust, um, it can. Be, one perspective could be that your immune system is overreactive. But on the other sense, we can also say that your immune system isn't strong enough to protect yourself from this very little pollens and dust. Understood. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, what are some uh, popular Puyak options? Yes, um, have you ever had this um, vitamin C or omega-3 or sure. even... You get those tablets, fizzles. you can drop them right in your yes. water. Yeah. Yes, it's it's very convenient, isn't it? Uh-huh. Um, a lot of uh, people more and more have these uh, supplements, healthy supplements. But uh, when it comes to Puyak, it's more intense, I should say. Okay. Uh, um, like you just mentioned, it involves the serious herbal medicines for example <laughs> one very good example would be ginseng or insam which is a very popular korean product not only in korea but also outside korea kind of the korean wonder drug isn't it <laughs> yes um and it's very interesting uh to talk about insam to be a uh, well, to be more specific, because there's been records of insam trade even more than 1,500 uh, 1, years ago. Mm. So um, Korean ginseng was recorded in both China and Japan as one of the best ginseng qualities. And they used to trade this with gold. So a lot of Koreans... I'm sorry, with gold? Yes. How would you treat somebody with gold? You'd have them consume gold? No, no, no. I, I meant they trade ginseng. Oh, they trade? Yes. I thought you said treat. I was no, like, no, no, how no. do you treat somebody's, uh, no. give somebody gold poyak? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Not, no, not All right. treat. Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, mm-hmm. Back in the day, I would, I would be uh, not surprised at all to yes. see ginseng going for a major price. There are so many distributors now that ginseng is pretty easy to get. And, yes, exactly. Mm. Um, well, insam, insam, sorry, insam is basically used for a lot of symptoms including unclear thinking, diabetes, um, and even a lot of Koreans uh, are interested in this male erectile dysfunction. Of course they are. Yeah, and uh, well, American ginseng there is also American ginseng, and it's known for diabetes and prevention for the common cold and flu. And also, there is Siberian ginseng, which is good. Uh, it has been used for f- a cold and flu, and even um, for herpes simplex. Oh wow! Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, just before we get a little deeper into ginseng, mm-hmm. if I wanted to consume ginseng kind of casually, infuse yes. it into my uh, routine, what would be the best way? Do I just buy it raw and kind of boil it, or can you chew on raw ginseng? Uh, yes, you can, of course, chew on raw ginseng. 
but uh, I was just going to talk about Hongsam, which is red ginseng. Uh, yes. Um, and a lot of Koreans uh, wonder about this difference between insam and Hongsam and how uh, insam tends to be even hotter in, in terms of the qualities itself. Mm-hmm. For example, the chi inside ginseng is ter- uh, said to be very hot. So, for example, for people like, uh, for example, like you, Kurt, who tend to su- sweat a little bit more than I we run might hot be. Anyway, so I don't need ginseng. <laughs> exactly. Okay. So, from the perspective of Korean medical doctors like me, I would pre- uh, refrain from using ginseng to you. All right, mm-hmm. fair enough. So, you're talking about people that are getting cold easily, yes. perhaps a bit weaker. They yes. don't, uh, you know, their chi is low or yes. yin. Um, well, the most common symptom will be you feel tired constantly and you feel cold. Even in the summer, you don't feel hot very often and you don't sweat very often. Um, and you you feel exhausted once you start sweating. Those people basically are very fit for using ginseng. Um, and Hongsam is very much used these days and it's even one of the most best uh, export products in Korea. Um, but I just wanted to mention one thing to be very cautious over using this uh when over buying this because there's been reports over this uh well fake processing or even using adi- additional ingredients that people shouldn't be using. Right. Mm-hmm. Fake it, it kind of has a fake flavor like ginseng exactly. but it's not the real deal. Yes. Yeah, that happens all over the world. I once bought a bunch of saffron in uh, Kashmir in India. You did. And that turned out it was basically some weed that somebody oh painted red, you know. So you have to... I, Korea has its whole system for um, granting licenses and exactly. verification. So you're best off just going to one of those shops exactly. that has the thing on the door. Mm-hmm. You know that's real ginseng. Yes. You're getting. Although in the uh, grocery store, you can get the raw ginseng fairly easily and mm-hmm. chuck that into your chicken soup. You know, yes. I think it'll be in decent shape there. We're going to get deeper into not just ginseng, but the wide array of poyak right after we take a little break. We started to get into ginseng. Is there anything else we need to sort of wrap up the ginseng? Ginseng has a, a illustrious history, right? Yes, it does. Um, and it's been used for a very long time and it's been exported in and out of the country for a very long time. Um, the best uh, quality ginseng was known to be six years at least. Um, and well, it's very difficult to actually get six years and sometimes you don't know for sure whether it is actually six years or something less that people are faking. Sure. But um, any ginseng, we actually tell uh, our patients who are trying to use them for food, for example, like you just mentioned chicken soup, that um, six years or not six years, it's okay. You can just ha- add them a little bit um, for your food and that will be great for your health. Okay. When I used to live in Hong Kong, mm-hmm. uh, the pharmacies used yes. to, and, and also you, you, you hear about it in the news, uh, they used to have some very, very esoteric ingredients that they viewed as okay. poyak. 
um, you know, deer antlers. Actually, yes, I, I was going to say that for the next herb. Yeah. Really? Yeah. That, do, do Koreans kind of, and uh, you know, tiger penis and stuff. Tiger like that. penis. That's yeah. very interesting. They, they like the male member from various animals. Actually, we are going to talk about musk. Okay, so there's something. Yes. Um, the other thing is, well, while I'm on the ingredients, it was antlers. Oh, and uh, bear bile. You know, the, bear bile. Bear, you know, they gallbladder bile. Oh my god. Oh. You know how in every now and then there's these. Yes. Uh, they break up a yes bile extracting ring. Yeah, I think, but I think that's against the law, isn't it? You, uh, that's fair enough, and it's a vile practice. But um, Korean, medically speaking, does. Mm. That bile have uh, valuable properties. Actually, there is. Okay. Uh, and there's been records over uh, the use and the function of these herbal medicines, like you just mentioned, bear bile. Um, and also another thing would be horn of a rhinoceros. Horn of a rhinoceros. Yes. You grind that up and mix it in with your poya. Yes, it's it's one of the uh, very rare use. Uh, uh, rarely used herbs, but also very effective. But I have to emphasize that these herbs are not used in Korea anymore, but because it's against, an, uh, I think, international animal protection law. Sure. So there are maybe uh, natural substitutes. Um, yes. So we uh, substitute this with a weaker uh, botanical herbs. Okay. Um, and even musk, I was going to uh, mention this a bit later, but we can just talk about this right now. Sure. Um, musk is a is used very uh, pretty much pretty often compared to other kinds of say bear bile that's which is banned from Korea. Um, but this musk or is hayang is used pretty often, but the whole. Uh, amount of import annual import is limited to two kilograms a year to musk this would be something that an animal presumably like what like a stag or something yes produces in a musk gland yes and in essence uh that's how they signal to the um Mm -hmm. to the female population hey i'm here and i'm ready to go yeah (laughs) <laughs> um, yes. Kind of but, like spray trees and exactly. stuff, right? But so uh, extracting this musk and also collecting and imp- exporting this is very limited. So we only import this from Russia. Right. And it's only two kilometers a year. So it's very limited. So basically, other than this natural musk, you can imagine that it's artificial. What you're using or what you're consuming is yes, artificial. Well, what, what, what's that used for in a human context? Mm, it's used for, it actually dates more than uh, 1,300 years when it was used by the rulers of China, Chinese dynasty. Okay. Um, and also, it's uh, it's been used for, um, well, the studies indicate it, it actually does uh, activate some hormone activities, for example, adrenaline and, and also cardiovascular stimulation and even anti-inflammatory. And it actually has these hormones inside it. You can pretty much imagine it's from the musk glands from a stag. So, it, it is very helpful for people who take for stroke, coma, nerve problems, seizures, heart pains, and even sores. But like I just mentioned, it's in very small amounts, so it's very difficult to get, and it's actually very expensive. No doubt it is. And then you would take it in what form? You'd you'd ingest it in your food, or actually, um, we mix this with other very expensive, other also expensive medicines, and we mix this with this ratio that we have from the classical medical text, uh-huh. and it and we make this into a pill called Kongjindan, which we prescribe very rarely to patients who need them. I'm surprised that um, there aren't deer musk farms or something like that. Some way to increase mm-hmm. the 
amount of available deer musk. I wonder why it's in such narrow supply. Oh, oh, okay. Because um, Korea, from as far as I know, uh, from the Korean uh, doctors' um, uh, records for information from the Korean uh, food. Uh, food Drug Administration. Sure. It's been said that uh, deers from Korea are open to uh, rabies, deer uh, rabies. Uh. So it's not uh, well good for people to consume uh, Korean deer, and o- other than you know just watching them. So yes. So Russia is the good stuff. Uh, that's what we say uh, from the Korea Food Drug Administration. So it's only been a uh, well log- uh, legitimate to import this from Russia. Okay. Mm-hmm. Any other uh, strange or <laughs> not strange, uh, I suppose if you're a Korean doctor, it's not strange, but to the ears of many, taking deer musk and deer antlers is, uh, is a yes. bit new, a new concept. Yes. Any other sort of uh, ingredients from the animal world? Um, well, that's about it, actually. Really? Deer, yes. Um, to these days, th- those two, musk and deer antler, is pr- pretty much the only ones that you, we use from the animals. Um, and deer antler actually is used uh, very well in a very wider uh, sense compared to, say, musk. It's actually imported in a larger amount. Okay. Deer antler... And mm-hmm. rhinoceros horn, do they have roughly the same properties? No, not at all. Okay. Uh, rhinoceros horns, basically, it's basically records from the past because we can't use it anymore. So there are no studies whatsoever from the science, scientific point of view because it's been banned. Okay. But with vel- uh, deer velvet or antler, there's been a number of studies using this. And actually, it does contain some hormones, including estrogen and testosterone. So oh, it's right? actually good for p- fertility problems, infertility. Okay. And also uh, different kinds of um, well activities, even daily activities, um, uh, when gaining more energy, um, and even also for um, boosting strength and endurance. And actually, it's also been used for um, women's reproductive disorders, not only with infertility. So interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's those specific ingredients. But more broadly, we're talking about poyak having the effect of increased strength, stamina, and so on. What are there side effects of uh, taking poyak? I mean, yes. So that's one of the things that I want to emphasize today because the poyak, because it's very strong. These animal herbs are uh, animal ingredients are very strong, so they always might involve some sense of side effects. So what we tell our, to our patients all the time time is to be prescribed from a Korean medical clinic and not get it from somewhere else um, illegal <laughs> and also uh, we have to process this in a very clean and also um, well professional area where we don't ha- we try to re- eliminate any possible side effects from this herbs or herbal medicine um, and also it's a lot of people might assume that it's only for weak or thin pe- people which isn't always true we sometimes mix this to make it the best for each patient uh, personalized and um, well for people who have too much heat in their body sometimes they have to refrain themselves for using too much uh, herbal medicine for boyak such as ginseng or antler or even musk and try to go to the nearest Korean med- medical clinic to be prescribed with the best combination that you can get. All right, so uh, you don't want to buy your deer musk or any other poyak from some guy in an alley no. opening his trench coat and saying, no. I got deer musk here. <laughs> no. 
half the rate at the uh, yakuk over there. Yes, because uh, medical uh, medical substances are always uh, with coming out with the seal from the FDA when it comes to the. herbal herbs used in Korean medicine but the ones outside in the market are the ones without these seals and those are supposed to be used in small amount for food only. Gotcha. So uh, the takeaway advice is if you are feeling weak or run down or if your temperature is low or if you're cold, step one would be to do the natural poyax which is get good sleep, get mm-hmm. some exercise and uh, eat a healthy diet. If yes. you're still run down, then it might behoove you to go to your Korean doctor and yes. see what kind of interventionary poyak she can prescribe. Mm-hmm. Yes. And a lot of people might wonder if poyak makes you gain weight, mm. which can be true to some extent because poyak's whole concept is to re- uh, to turn back to normal state to what it was before. There But you go. we can always uh, will combine this to combine this to other kinds of substances to refrain it from gaining weight. There's your excuse. I'm not gaining weight. It's the poyak. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jennifer, thank you so much for the advice. We'll see you again next week. Thank you.